hoaxes and other fake news stories. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. Guarding against misinformation. Fake news. And it doesn't seem to be making a difference. Using common sense thinking with New York Street Smarts. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan. Here's Rudy Giuliani. Welcome to Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, for many people, this is Happy Easter, where Christ rises after being crucified. And for others, it's uh, it's about Passover. And then there's Ramadan, which Rudy is going to tell me and you a little more about Ramadan. But it's interesting, on Friday in the old city of Jerusalem... The three religions all converged. You you could call it uh, magical, or uh, you could feel the tensions. But that doesn't happen all the time. But on Friday, you know, a few hundred yards away, Jews were burning leavened bread, a very traditional ceremony that occurs just before Passover on Friday evening. A few minutes to the north, Christians were beginning a procession through the old city, you know, with wooden crosses, tracing the steps of Jesus before he was crucified. And for the first time since 1991, Passover, Easter, and Ramadan were about to occur all at once. Quite appropriate since all three religions trace their uh, beginnings to, to um, well, not their beginnings, but they commonly trace Abraham as the fa- the father the uh, of the religion. Uh, from that, the tribes of Israel emerged. Uh, and then ultimately for Christians, the New Testament, and ultimately for for um, for Muslims, the Koran. The and that's what uh, Ramadan is all about. It, it celebrates uh, the delivery of the Koran by an angel sent by uh, Allah to Muhammad. And uh, if I recall correctly, that happened, that visitation happened right at the um, site of the uh, Holy Holy Mount, the, the, the common place where the angel appeared to Muhammad in Jerusalem and dictated to him the Koran and then took him to heaven. And also, that is the place where the old temple was, the temple that was eventually destroyed by the Romans, I think in 70 AD. So when you hear about Jesus driving the money changers out of the temple and that sort of thing, that's where it occurred, right at that very spot. And you'll all remember it because the wall of the temple still exists, and that's the Wailing Wall. That's the place where mm. where Jews and many others go and put their put their uh, their intentions or, and their prayers to God in a little yeah. in a little piece of paper. I and, did that. And I know you did that, and I'm going to remind you of one other thing. And it is also the place where Jesus was um, crucified, where Jesus was buried, and where Jesus rose from the dead. And if you recall, you, uh, if you don't mind me saying this, when you were at the spot where Jesus was buried, you started crying. Oh, yeah, it was very emotional. I would go back to Israel in a heartbeat. It was a very, very spiritual journey for me. Initially, when I was going there, I was thinking more of history. I'm a big history buff and just the historical part of Israel and the surroundings, but it became much more of a spiritual journey. It was really beautiful. So to all of those who who are celebrating these holidays, 
uh, or celebrating their spirituality in connection to uh, God, Supreme Being. Well, we, we, we wish you a very happy day, a happy Easter. Uh, enjoy the Passover and festival and use it for the reflection that's necessary. And, the, and Ramadan lasts until June 1st. And it is a time in which uh, Muslims are asked to fast in order to reestablish and to strengthen their relationship with Allah. And do they fast that entire time? No, you, you can eat before dawn. Oh, okay. So t- typically a, 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 a practicing Muslim will get up before dawn, have a light light breakfast. I would have a big breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. And, oh, by the way, they can't have water either. Think about it on the desert. So they drink enormous amounts of water early in the day. Uh, like that, a camel, maybe. Like a camel, <laughs> right, right. But, I mean, the idea of the fasting is to remind you that this is a very special month and to reestablish your relationship with God, Allah. Now, this is all uh, 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 really um, – well, the New York Times – the New York Times had an article on Friday from some guy that I don't know who he is. His name he is was Ellis a guest. Um, guest. Well, well, I don't know what he it? was, but basically, yeah. it's an attack on God. It's almost like a, it's almost like the kind of political attacks that you make, but this time on God. And God is 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 blamed for the war in Ukraine. Uh, even today, in light of the brutal slaughter taking place in Yukon, Ukraine, uh, Ukraine, Ukraine, <laughs> Ukraine. Get it out. Uh, basically, they say if God were alive today, he'd be a war criminal. And then he, he's alleged to have killed cows. He killed oh my God. cows. Why yeah, does anybody get... subscribe to New York Times? That's why I don't even understand how any no, if, Catholic if wrote, if can I, be a Democrat. If I wrote an op-ed piece for the Times and I explained the uh, origin of the hard drive, you know, which no one really knows yet completely because it was myself and Bob Costello who did it. People would be interested. That'd, that'd be sort of a little bit historical. They wouldn't take it from me. They wouldn't no, take any article from me. But they, they have this guy attacking God. I mean, how could you be so damn insensitive? This is, a, I mean, all three religions pray to God. According to this guy, God is a war criminal. He's hateful. He's full of brutality. And if if mortal, I'm quoting now, would be dragged to the Hague. Well, I would, you know, I'd defend him. One of the things that we've learned since 2016 is that we have massive censorship in our country. I know I was naive about that. I didn't realize. Of course, I knew their political games were played and people slant their story to make themselves look good. But I didn't realize how big big tech, mainstream media really tried to fool the American people. And now we're awake to it, right? We we know what they're Thank doing. God. We're finding news in different ways. We're not relying. As a matter of fact, we're very critical about anything the government says, anything mainstream media does. And now for me, healthcare, what the CDC says. Well, you you were very, very... Uh... Naive, you could say it. No, no, not naive. Oh, okay. No, no. You, you had a very trusting relationship get... with CDC. Yes, I did. I, I used them all the time. I started to have a bad relationship with CDC when West Nile virus uh, happened, and they refused to acknowledge it for 10 days. And, and what luckily, year was that? Luckily, I had a, I can't remember if it was 98 or 99, uh, 98, I think. And my 
my health department said that this is West Nile virus because we had people who worked over, over in Africa and had seen this before. And immediately the, 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 the CDC said, you know, like Fauci is, there, you cannot get West Nile virus in this hemisphere. <laughs> it has never been in this hemisphere before. Is that before. how he talks? <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's like the God, the make-believe gods. Yeah. And my guys took me to a doctor who really understood it. And I said, well, while they're puttering around, I'm going to start getting rid of the damn mosquitoes. And uh, we could attribute to the health department and my willingness to tell the CDC to go where they belong. Uh, we probably saved thousands of lives and uh, kept kept what could have been much worse, at least in that first year, uh, kept the numbers down quite dramatically and sort of gave the rest of the country sort of an approach to how to deal with it and get ahead of it. But if we had listened to CDC, we'd have been behind the eight ball, which is maybe in some ways what happened with uh, this pandemic as well. I mean, they have revealed themselves as not just useless, but harmful. Well, you know, it's even with this Twitter takeover by Elon Musk, right? So on the surface, he's out there. He wants freedom of speech. How can you not like that, right? Everybody's applauding him, or most people are applauding him. But who's opposing him? Vanguard Investments. Why? Because they're most of their, a lot, I shouldn't say most, a lot of their investments are with Pfizer. And Pfizer, remember, Pfizer's the company with the mRNA virus that didn't want their documents released for 75 years. So I think some people are very afraid what will be unlocked in the Twitter world, what's been censored, um, their algorithms, shadow banning Christians. What do I mean by uh, shadow banning? And conservatives, not just Christians, conservatives. It means if I put out a tweet saying, oh, geez, we should really look at Wisconsin, all of a sudden they're realizing that they had fraud in the election, and I have, you know, 15,000 people following me, maybe they'll they'll allow 10 people to see it. Oh, you know, absolutely. it happens all the time to conservatives. I, I get more. Well, here's the point. Twitter is, if Twitter were a government agency, uh, they would be sued and, and broken up for violating the First Amendment. They get away with it because they're not a government agent. But if, in fact, the Biden administration and they've revealed it a couple of times, has a connection with them so that they can get what they want out of them. Then they become a government agency. And this is a government conspiracy. So I really think, and I know there'll be people who, who get a little shocked by this, I think the level of censorship in this country, effective censorship, is about as great as in China. I, I totally agree. Now, in China, it comes directly from the government. Here, it's a little more conspiratorial. It comes from the New York Times. and the, And isn't it coincidental that the New York Times is against all the things that Marx says you should get rid of if you want to have a communist or socialist government. Primary thing is God. Get rid of God. So now on Good Friday, they put out an article from some kind of a whatever this man is who, who attacks God and makes him responsible for all the bad things that happen in the world, ignoring the theology of all three religions, which is if God uh, just let you know everybody be happy, happy, happy and directed us, then we wouldn't be human beings. We wouldn't have we wouldn't have free will. That's the that's the genius of being a human. And God made us that way and, and allowed us to carve out our destiny and gave us the help to do it. Or, or we could reject that help. You know, I feel like twenty 
22 and beyond is all about fixing our issues. We all know what they are now. We all know the censorship. We all know the corruption. Now we got to fix things. We got to look locally at our elections. We got to look at who we're putting in office. We have to also look at the CDC. We got to make, we got to start fixing things instead of just bringing them out. And that's why we need to really look at who we're electing. I'll never understand San Francisco. I will absolutely never understand how they can keep voting Nancy Pelosi in when they turned a beautiful city, historical city, into a toilet bowl. Like, it's disgusting to go there. Needles on the ground, feces on the ground. I will never visit California and spend my money in that freaking state again. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, have to, you have to put much of this at the feet of uh, the Democrat Party. Because most of the places we're talking about have been ruled with an iron fist by Democrats, including New York, for example, right? And uh, I have to make the point, and I do, I do, I know I make it often, but I think that proves it in a way that these people are trying to make us into a communist country. Yeah, communist slash Marxist. You don't attack God this way, keep parents out of the schools. Uh, start uh, education with the kids at two and three years old so the state can get control of them and teach them. Uh, glorify the Black Lives Matter uh, organization, which, which is which kills people, kills jobs, a Marxist, an acknowledged Marxist organization that steals money like crazy. Nobody taking a look at them. Uh, th- these are all things that Karl Marx, Frederick and Lenin, to some extent Alinsky, who was an American who trained I think Hillary and, 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 and Obama. These are things that are, that are guideposts toward making a country, a communist country. Maybe the one that you'll, 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 um, you'll, resound, you'll, you'll see the most and, and the clearest is all that stuff we've been going through with burning the flag and kneeling during the national anthem and taking down statues of you know, George Washington is to get us to hate our country. Yeah. They want us to hate. Our, it's not just it's not just meaningless or or silly conduct and uh, or annoying conduct. There's a purpose to it. Now, all the people who do it don't realize how they're being used, but the people who organize it know what they're doing. They know exactly what they're getting us to hate America. Or when you write 1619, that stupid woman is is the one who said that parents should have nothing to do with the education of their children. The stupid woman who wrote that said. I, I wouldn't interfere in my child's education. After all, I'm not an educator. Yet she wrote a history that's being used in thousands of schools. In other words, she wouldn't teach her kid history because she doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. But she'll write a book of fiction, which is 1619. And nobody points that out. Nobody points out the contradiction of this New York Times arrogant jerk. No, and look at what's happening at the border. We have a crisis, national security crisis at our southern border. We've had it ever since the Biden administration took over. And I'm really, really concerned about the fentanyl. Of course, I'm concerned about the sex trafficking, all, all this evil stuff that's happening as well. And the fact that we're helping the uh, cartel become billionaires, I can't stand the fact that we're complicit in that. But the fentanyl deaths are topping over 105,000. For a 12-month period, that's more deaths than cancer, COVID, traffic accidents for those aged 18 to 45. And just in your home state of New York, I think it was in Brooklyn, 
a little 10-month-old baby was into her father's whatever. He had heroin in the house. And what was laced in that heroin? Yes, fentanyl, and the baby is dead. And that is no longer a unique story. So when we come back, we will cover that. And we'll also uh, talk to you about what happened in New York this week, the hate crime, the attack against white people by uh, Frank James, which is what it is. Uh, and uh, and uh, subway crime. What's happening with that? And we'll we'll go to ch- chat with us. Yeah, so and give us a call. The truth. Call us. Come give on. us a call at one eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. That's one eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. We'll see you after the break. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. People don't know if the videos that they're watching are real. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. These fake news stories affected the election. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. Happy Easter and welcome back to Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria, sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Well, I don't have subways in Manchester, New Hampshire, but I uh, work in New York City and I'm acutely aware of the rise in crime and especially on the subways. I walk as much as possible or take an Uber. I'm too afraid to go on those subways. Crime is up in the subway alone. A lot of people talk about the stats with overall crime, but just in the subways, 68% overall. And that's just this year. I think over the last three years, it's up like 128%. Ridiculous numbers. Felony assaults are up. Murders are up. Uh, And then these uh, completely uh, uh, shocking incidents like uh, old people thrown in front of the subway train for no reason at all. Or the Frank James. Hate crime. The Frank James hate crime, which uh, is being uh, um, dealt with, with a euphemism. I mean... If this were a white supremacist, who, by the way, is the biggest danger to you. Did you know that? Biggest danger, biggest risk to our national security is white supremacy. That's according to our attorney general, our president, uh, the head of uh, Homeland Security. Do you think they really believe that? Well, in any event. Well, I, I do want to. We've got to nail this guy for what and who he is. These crimes were done because he embraces the philosophy of Black Lives Matter. The philosophy of Joe Biden, who says this country is Black Panthers. Joe Biden says this country is systemically racist. If a country is systemically racist, get people real angry and it may take a a crazy people and they get really violent. You know, I, I wanted to say I want to direct people to your podcast, Rudy Giuliani. CS for common sense dot com. Your latest one with Howard Safer, 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 and I really like him. He, he well, you should like him. Yeah, he's, he's not only very. He, he built the marshal service and he institutionalized a lot of our changes in the police. Very department. a great police commission. Very great police commission. Smart man, and and he seems so like a gentleman. But anyways, you guys talk about the Frank James case, but then you get into some things behind it that I think you're going to be the first person of substance to really look at it. 
We've got to have equal justice in the world, not, you know, go after whites who commit crimes and, and put that on the media, but not go over, not talk about black people who commit crimes or anybody else. And the fact that a lot of mainstream media wouldn't even put out a description of him did a disservice to the public, right? We go by descriptors, uh, female, 5'2", uh, black hair, blue eyes. You know, we that's how the public helps law enforcement. So it, it's just becoming so incredibly divided and people are afraid to be called a racist. Let's just get to facts. Yeah, I mean, actually, uh, Miranda Devine, as usual, did a great article this week. Uh, I think a, 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 a really one that that could be a, a turning point about racist hate. And look, uh, this guy committed this crime because he hates white people. Oh, yeah. He has uh, texted that, tweeted that, uh, put it on YouTube. He's shoved it down your throat that he hates white people and wants to kill them. Let's look let's, at let's, let's 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 listen to one or two of his just one or two of his telling us this because they keep this from you. Cut one, please. And so what I want to suggest in this video is that we should not embrace. We should not accept the white devil blood that we have in us because of the way that it was forced upon us. We should try to find a way, just like Demi did in the, the, that scene from Exodus, to uh, reject that devil that's in us, even to the point of, of committing suicide, so to speak. And yeah, we'd have to commit a, a form of suicide. We'd have to kill. We'd have to kill ourselves in terms of we'd have to kill um, who we are right now. We'd have to, we'd have to sum, submerge again, do a factory research, a reset on our whole humanity and hmm. rehabilitate. Okay. That, that, that's that's, that's on good that. on, we got, we got, on we, that. But we look, got the point. And, and Briefly, let's listen to cut two. Oh, well, you know, we're all human beings, bunch of bull****, and how color doesn't really matter. You know, that's bull****** also. Yes, color does matter. There's a reason why you have white people and black people on, on the planet. There's a reason you have uh, uh, so-called yellow people and, and, and brown and red people on the planet. There's a reason for that. It is, there's a reason, a reason in nature. There's nothing to do with what goes on in our f***ing heads. Nature has determined that we should separate out, and we have done that. Yeah. The only reason... Well, I think we got the point there, too. Yeah, he wants us all separated. He doesn't like any other race but his own. It's crazy. It's a it's a hate crime. Well, how about old and he's black planned Jesus? this for a while. And Rudy, you are mayor of New York City. What is the deal with the cameras in the subway? Before, allegedly out for two years. But before we get to that, I want to point out that he also has said, "Oh, black Jesus, please kill all the whiteies." Yeah, he actually put a little he, thing of he, Michelle Obama out on his YouTube channel saying something about. Please kill all whiteies. Uh, he also has said very, very, uh, very, he commends uh, CNN, big, big fan of CNN, as well as the Nation of Islam, the Black Panthers, the Black Liberation Army. Black Lives Matter is his big, big influencer. And uh, you're not you're not hearing this. I mean, if this were a white group, you know, Proud Boys or something like that, but Proud Boys down your throat. As far as I know, and I may be ignorant in this, but as far as I know, I'm, I don't know a lot about Proud Boys. That I'm being told by the government they're a white supremacy group, even though the leader of it is, I think, Puerto Rican. I don't, I don't know. He's he's not. He's non-white, he's just, he's just but um, 
I don't think they killed people. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know of a. I don't know. I don't know that for sure. Uh, if they, and if I don't know it, they obviously don't do it at the level at which Black Lives Matter killed people during uh, the twenty twenty riots. And you, you say kill people. Well, those riots led to people being killed, and you had to know it if you were going to have riots like that. Plus, they go around all the time and tell you to kill police officers, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. They want you to kill police officers, which is one of the reasons we had more killings of police officers last year. And they are embraced by corporate America, the sports leagues, and the communist New York Times. So when we get back, we're going to go right to the phones and um, see what you want to talk about on this Easter Sunday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply hoaxes and other fake news stories people don't know if the videos that they're watching are real this is uncovering the truth with rudy giuliani these fake news stories affected the election here to talk to you on the tunnel to towers foundation hotline now with guest host maria ryan here's rudy giuliani Welcome back. This is Rudy Giuliani with Dr. Maria, and uh, we're talking to you on Easter Sunday and the second or third day of Passover and the second or third day of Ramadan. Uh, very, very holy period of time for everyone but the New York Times, who decided to publish an attack on God, a political sort of uh, uh, oppo sort of thing on God who's responsible. Did you know God is responsible for Ukraine? That's his, his responsibility. You know what? According to the to the communist communists at the New York Times. Cancel your subscription today. Yeah, cancel them. How about we cancel, cancel them? Cancel the cancelers. <laughs> well, I am sitting here looking out at a baseball field, and if you want to see it, you can go on my Twitter. My or Twitter. Getter. Getter's get her. Go on Getter until Musk gets Twitter. So, Dr. Maria, is Musk going to win this battle and turn it into a free speech organ, or is it going to remain a fascist uh, uh, censorship? You know, uh, I, I am watching this with fascination, but I'd like to hear from Edward. Edward's one of our callers today. How are you doing, Edward? Good afternoon. Happy Easter, uh, Mr. Mayor and Dr. Ryan. Love your show. Thank you. Thank uh, you to you, too. I, I wanted to bring up an article that I read uh, this week that was very interesting. I haven't heard much about it on the radio. It's from the conservative Treehouse, And from a background of him running his own website, was explaining how expensive uh, the servers and the actual operation of a, of a, of a place like Twitter would cost uh, because of these of the website. And, that it's about a, to, to get keep that thing up and running, and they only have a couple of billion coming in. He thinks that they are piggybacking on the United States uh, of America, basically the infrastructure of our uh, you know of our internet system, and that's one of the reasons why he thinks uh, Musk will never be allowed to purchase this company because there might be some fundamental 
uh, things that, that, that the government doesn't want to come out about Ooh. who actually really owns this company. That's really uh, well, interesting. I've read a couple of different theories, too, <laughs> and about the poison pill. You know what I want? I want Republicans, independents to take over the House and Senate, and I want uh, I want big tech broken up. I want them to repeal their protections, and we'll see really who is for the people. We've had Republicans in charge before of the House and Senate, and they haven't worked for the people. There's a whole new generation of Republicans that are absolutely for me and you, and those are the people we need to get in office and break this all down. We'll rebuild even better, but we got to stop the corruption, stop the collusion, stop the censorship. I think that's absolutely right. I remember telling uh, President Trump oh, before the election uh, when I thought he was going to win, and I told him, "You you can be the Teddy Roosevelt of the uh, of this century." You know, at the be- at the beginning of the twentieth century, Teddy Roosevelt broke up the monopolies, the cartels, and the monopolies, and he really saved capitalism by doing that. And uh, that has to be done now. These. Um, the, the idea that these are not government operations is, is very naive. I mean, this is being directed by the Democrat Party. And uh, the censorship has gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. They should be broken up. There should be competition. And uh, I think what Musk is doing, whether he wins or he doesn't, is really ca- is really a great public service because he's casting uh, he's casting light on this. And if he can get Twitter and just run it fair and square, you know, let let the let let the people who want to say there's no God and say terrible things about God, let them go on and let the people who want to point out why we believe in God and the values of Western civilization, let us go on. So let's go to Allison in New Jersey. Good morning. Happy Easter, Allison. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. How are you both? We're, we're good. We're good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, I want to dial back a little bit because I heard Dr. O'Brien mention the baby in Brooklyn who died from the fentanyl poisoning. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, well, you know, um, I'm just going to say it. Uh, you know, you both know I dated a DEA agent for about 10 years. I've been hearing about this fentanyl for at least 15 years. And now we are at a point where 293 people every day die from fentanyl poisoning. It is intended to murder. It's manufactured with the intent to murder. I've heard that theory before because the ingredients come from communist China, that they just like they get involved in our elections as well as Iran and Russia. Um, Mm -hmm that they also want to cause a lot of disruption in our society. Have you heard that through your connections? Yes, I have. I I mean, I've heard everything. They, they, it's not so much the Mexican cartels who want us dead. It's, it's the Chinese Mm -hmm. and not just the fentanyl, but with the coronavirus, um, you know, look, they're, it's Easter Sunday. It's a day about God. It's it's Passover. It's Ramadan. These are godless commies. <laughs> like the New York Times. Right. Like the New York. They are yeah. godless com- communists. Absolutely right. And but, you uh, know, when you're talking about fentanyl and the poisoning of a little baby, 
I remember about 10 or 15 years ago, the first time I heard about this happening to a child was out in Pennsylvania. Both parents had overdosed, and the child was three months old and froze to death and starved to death. Well, we, I we mean, should tell oh, people wow. that this this happened on November, way back on November first, and the father has now, I think, been arrested for it. So we, he's let's make clear he's presumed innocent, but there's no doubt that the child died of fentanyl. That oh was yeah, the, it that was, was the, in the that, autopsy. Yeah. So somehow it happened, and the reality is that drug dealers, <laughs> I, I should say, in the old days, which you know you would relate to, Allison, uh, drug dealers don't want to kill their customers. They're not no, crazy. It's, it's I mean, supposed to make a better high, but the problem is they don't know how, the do, dosage. I want. I said uncovering the truth keeps talking about this. The fentanyl doses, uh, deaths, and you've been talking about it on your podcast. And Allison has gotten us a lot of, and Allison has gotten very, us a lot of good information from the DEA. But this this is a, a national crisis, and it doesn't seem like our government is taking this seriously. But it is so. Potent. I once described it. If you look at the penny and you look at Abraham Lincoln, the tip of his nose, that amount can kill you. And recently there was a seizure in Orange County. Thank the Lord they seized it of fentanyl. And it could, it's estimated it could kill up to 4 million people. Like this is, this is the hugest war on America. You know, there are crimes and there are deaths and there are things that, that we can't stop. I mean, we uh, they just happen and or it's very, very complicated to stop them or prevent them. This could be prevented immediately. Uh, and in fact, it's caused by our president. This is caused by open border. Yeah. And and the fact that uh, we always had fentanyl, but not at this level. The fact that there is absolutely no. uh uh, we do nothing at the border. In fact, uh, once again, they're sending people up to uh, Westchester County. They were caught the other day with a plane of uh, of illegal immigrants. That's what they are, illegal aliens uh, who were dropped off in Westchester and then driven down into New Jersey and put in New Jersey towns. Now, I don't think these people were tested for COVID. I don't think these people were checked as far as criminal background is concerned. No, they can't. My understanding is they can only check if they've been in the country before and committed crimes here. The reason we know the people who have committed rape and other things is because they were actually arrested here in the United States. But it's very, very difficult for us to get any information from other countries. And the numbers have now gone up even before even before he repeals article 42 which allows you to send people back because of uh, because of of uh, of covid no, no matter no matter uh, even without that this month this very month or last month was the highest number of apprehensions of illegals i think ever we're already setting record after record after record under biden open border Policy, which is really an invasion of the United States, and these people are not what this is not what it used to be. This is not a you know a group of Mexicans coming over to pick grapes. These are people that are orchestrated by the cartels that Allison was talking about. These cartels have representatives in your city, and by your city I mean the Manchester, New Hampshire that I'm in right now, and the New York City where I live, and they are directed to deal in drugs, 
tremendous amount of sex trafficking with children. How can Biden sit by and let it happen just in order to get Democrats into this country? I mean, these I think it's more than that. You know, that's been going around that, yes, the, the, you know, they're going to coddle these people. They give them welfare. They give them hotel rooms to stay so they'll be loyal and vote Democrat for the rest of their life. You know, look at what's happening with the Hispanics. Maybe they started out widely voting Democrats. Same with blacks. And the Democrats screwed them over. They weren't for people to excel. That's why, that's why they bring these people in. Yeah. It's going to take these people 10 years to pick that up, 15 years to pick yeah. that up. These people are now dependent on them. Don't you think they want chaos, too, and break the bank? No, like, they want we're a $30 trillion dollars in debt. They want us to be a socialist country. In fact, we are a socialist country. I mean, effectively, we are. We have enough people on welfare being supported by the government to make us a socialist country. We have enough people who aren't paying taxes to make us a socialist country. We have spending that makes us a bankrupt country. You know, um, Putin, Biden likes to blame Putin for everything, rising gas prices, inflation. I have a tweet that I did way back when he was doing the rescue plan that a simple tweet, print money. Print money equals inflation. They are printing money like it's going out of style, and they're still doing it, and they're going to wreck us. The other thing, Rudy, that I think we need to keep an eye on, this whole globalist one world thing. Soros program. Yeah, the Soros program. I think the Biden administration has... grabbed onto this hook, line, and sinker. He commented that he and other industrialized nations, it's their obligation to bring third world countries up up to our standard, an industrialized nation, which would cost trillions and trillions and trillions of your tax dollars. So we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We We can't hold Congress accountable. We should be able to by voting them out. But um, nobody is really telling us what is going on. Yeah, and and the Biden administration, uh, actually, it would be a lot easier to pick out the one or two times they told the truth. I mean, they completely lie, which is typical of a communist regime. They lie and lie and lie. Uh, they try to change the meaning of words like... Uh, 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 little, 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 little irregular. What yeah. do you call her again? Little little, little Red Lion Hood. Little Red Lion Hood. Well, listen to this. Well, she'll be on the lying station. Cut from Little Red Lion Hood talking about a legitimate reporter. Is he a stupid son of a or does he play a stupid son of a on TV? Well, um, he works for a, a network. Okay. That um, provides people with questions that nothing personal to any individual, including Peter Ducey, but might make anyone sound like a stupid son of a Now, this is a person we're supposed to get information from. Obviously, she's in front of a very radical crowd when the podcaster asked her and calls the guy a stupid SOB. Why is he stupid? Because he asks provocative questions and he wants the government to be transparent and he asks questions about their hypocrisy. Like, and, and this is the same audience 
where, of course, the Democrats are playing their young people, where she's hinting at the Biden administration is going to cancel student loans. And that audience, of course, erupted because they know they're even losing per polls that they're even losing the young people. So they're going to have to pull out all the stops. And again, taxpayers, it's going to be on you. Yeah, there are polls now where his approval rating is below 40 percent. He's going to get into a historic territory pretty soon in terms of approval rating. I mean, he's a terrible president. Uh, It's hard for me to imagine a president that was ever worse than this. Uh, There's almost nothing that he does that's right. And is he slipping or is he slipping? That last one where he turns around and he tries to shake hands with the air and then he keeps looking around for somebody to shake hands with. I mean, that's what you see at an advanced nursing home. I mean, come on. I, I think the Democrat Party themselves is, are going to take him out because they realize that. You mean by that, remove him. But, take, but, yes. take him out for my, my mafia guys. Oh, OK. Yeah. Smack. No, I mean, remove him. we got to take they love Kamala, even though the American people do not. They have spoken when she ran for pre- president. She got less than one percent support. Um, we've seen her fail at the border. We've seen her fail with geography. But I don't know. Foreign policy. When a president is, um, this is a very interesting question. So many people say, well, she's worse than he is. I'm not sure that's true or not. I mean, she, she sounds like she'd be pretty terrible. But I don't know if you really get that choice when a president is not able to function. And that man can't function. And now they're making fun of it all over the world. I mean, Saudi Arabia did a whole big thing on it uh, about him. Sky Sky News, too. Australia was laughing. I actually felt bad for him. Now, I've known of Joe Biden. Like, if you're in the political arena and if you come from New Hampshire, right, we're all very much astute into politics. And we can see right through the shenanigans, because Biden in the 80s lied to us, told us that he was top of his class. He had all these degrees and Sam Donaldson called him out and he he was kicked out of the race by the people. Um, well, I don't know, even know what, <laughs> what my point was. Well, the, 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 your point was you felt sorry for him. Oh, I felt sorry, for, even I, though I, I've I, known he's a crook, a liar. When Obama know, went to the White House... And everybody ignored Joe Biden. You couldn't help. I think human being feel a little sympathy for the guy. They literally had their backs to him. I don't have a. uh, You don't have enough. I don't have any sympathy for him. He's ruining my country. I mean, it's like a traitor. I mean, he's ruining my country. I mean, he got those people killed in Afghanistan only because he's a stupid moron. Uh, He's uh, won't do anything with China because they bought him off. I mean, uh, he won't he won't do uh, anything really to Russia. The, every, everything he's given to Ukraine is too little, too late. I don't know. I think he probably wants a divided Ukraine. His his aim, his aim is roughly a kind of world government, the Soros aim. And I don't know if he can think much beyond that. The rest of it, I mean. Imagine what it's like when he when he turns around. And he doesn't know who to shake hands with. Imagine what's going on behind the scenes. I mean, somebody's probably helping him to eat. Why do you think that P- probably Putin? I'm convinced in my heart of hearts, China and Iran wanted <laughs> Biden in office because they knew they could manipulate him. Look at what's on the table with Iran right now with that nuclear deal. But 
We're going to go to break, and we'll be right back with more of your calls. Hoaxes and other fake news stories. People don't know if the videos that they're watching are real. This is Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani. These fake news stories affected the election. Here to talk to you on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Hotline. Now, with guest host Maria Ryan, here's Rudy Giuliani. You are listening to Uncovering the Truth with Rudy Giuliani and me, Dr. Maria Sponsored by the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Thank you to our worldwide streamers. You can get us on WABCradio.com and listen live. Or you can download the 77 WABC app. And if you want to communicate with us, you can go to DrMariaRyan.com. And that's DrMariaRyan.com. Or RudyGiulianiCS.com. And that's where you can get my podcast, the most current being the interview with Howard Safer and a lot of the excerpts from uh, Frank James' uh, diatribe against white people and the connection it has to Biden, Black Lives Matter, Soros. If people are going to try to attribute January 6th to Trump when all Trump said was act peacefully and, and, and patriotically, when uh, presidents are saying that this is a systemically racist country, which means most white people hate blacks, and uh, Black Lives Matter is talking about killing cops. Boy, that has a lot more to do with uh, Frank James's uh, activities than anything on January 6th. There's where the unfairness is, Dr. Ryan. Yeah. Well, Mike has a question Good. for you, put Rudy. Mike on. Hello, Mike. Good morning. Uh, Good morning. Two quick, Happy ones, if, two quick ones, if possible. Sure. Ne- next year, if we have a new governor in Albany regarding the cash bill law, if he tries to remove the Manhattan D.A., can't the D.A. say, I'm following the law as written by the legislature? He can, sure. What, what, let me tell you the procedure. It's a strange one. And, uh, you know, I became aware of it when I became mayor. Uh, you can't uh, remove uh, a mayor or a, a D.A., an elected official, by uh, impeachment or whatever. You can do it with the governor, but not, a, not these local officials. The governor can remove him. So the governor has to give him a notice that he's removed from office. That removes him from office. Then he's entitled to a hearing. And I've forgotten the number of days, you know, like within 60 days or something. He's entitled to a hearing. Uh, and in that hearing, I don't know if the governor has to prove the case or he has to disprove it. You have to basically substantiate the fact that he isn't following the law. Now, here's how he's not following the law. Uh, a prosecutor has what's known as prosecutorial discretion. So I, you, you can have a case, let's say somebody's caught with marijuana, or let's make it even worse, let's say uh, cocaine or something, the serious crime. But the person is a, a really sick person, and there are a lot of excuses, and he's got a family to take care of, and he promises to go into a pro- – you could drop that case based on extra, you know, extenuating circumstances. But you can't decide not to prosecute a whole category of crime. Because he took an oath to uphold the laws. That's undermining the laws. So his letter that he sent out is almost the case against him. Basically, he said, I'm not going to follow this law, that law, this law, that law, this law, that law, this law, that law, this law. And, and he's reinstated a few, but most he's still not, he's still not prosecuted. He's not prosecuted. So he basically yeah. violated the oath that he took to uphold the laws. He's doing just the opposite. That would be the case. What's your other question, Mike, real quick? Uh, briefly, if Rudy could describe, how did you get rid of these squeegee men? 
<laughs> That's a great story. It's in my book, Leadership. But I'll tell you, uh, I, I, wanted a, I wanted a quick victory for the police because it's been 27 years of losses under a bunch of, you know, Democrats who didn't know what to do about crime except make it worse. So I, I talked to Bratton and we discussed it and I decided we'd go with squeegees. And the first thing the police department told me was we couldn't do it because they weren't violating the law. And I said, they damn well are violating the law. Every single one of them, when they walk into the street, is jaywalking. So we'll give them a ticket for jaywalking. And in giving them a ticket for jaywalking, they have to identify themselves. And when they identify themselves, I bet we're going to find a lot of problems. Well, it turned out that half of them were wanted. Half of them, at least half of them were wanted. And we kept doing it. And after a while, they got the point and they stopped completely. It just ended completely. And that's what you got to do. We did the same thing with homeless uh, encampments. I said, you can't live on the streets in New York. So we went into the homeless encampments, and we got rid of them. And we told them, come into the shelters or go someplace else. But you're not going to live on the streets of New York. Among other reasons, it's unsanitary. I mean, who, who, who are these people that, that want a right to live on the street? There's no right to live on the street. Uh, this is ridiculous. This is what's ruining San Francisco. You know, and de Blasio has increased the number of homeless people in New York like 10 times since Bloomberg was in office. It's ridiculous. You have so much expertise, Rudy. You did what no other mayor did. I would really like it if we put party behind us and like Eric Adams call you. <laughs> call Howard Safer. Call Bernie Carrick and say, let's have a roundtable. Let's figure out how we tackle this. That's like I've put myself out there to the Biden administration multiple times. I will even do it for free. Well, I wouldn't put do it with the Biden. I would. I love my no, country I, I, so much. I, I have no. I, they would use it. They'd use it against the American people. The the Biden administration the, hate America. Well, I want to be border czar, and I want to be healthcare czar, and I would do it for free, Mr. Biden and Kamala I Harris. You. And I will help protect it's my too country. Obvious. Their motive is too obvious now. Their motive is. Uh, I mean, if you talk about the invasion in Ukraine. The invasion of the border is worse. Uh, this is this is an administration that is anti-America. It wants to destroy our form of government. I mean, what else do they have to do? I mean, they were talking about packing the Supreme Court. They wanted to do uh, do, do away with the filibuster. They uh, had to completely destroy separation of powers. Uh, they they want God out of America. They want parents out of schools. I mean, what else do they have to tell you to tell you they're anti-American? Well. Well, happy uh, Easter, happy show. Passover, happy Ramadan. Uncovering the truth, we'd like to thank our crew at WABC working on this holiday, this blessed day. Thank you very much. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Don't forget to listen to the Rudy Giuliani Show Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Time. God bless you.